0: From the Krypton Phoenix. This is Jimmy CC Bones, and you're listening to Bones on Sports. Today, since this is my podcast, we're going to be rolling with three things here. One, we're going to talk a little NHL. Two, we're going to talk a little NFL. Three, we're going to talk a little baseball. I'm not a huge fan of the NBA, so we're not going to talk NBA. And finally, as always, we will read your listener email. All right, first on the agenda is going to be Coyotes Hockey. Since this is Phoenix, we're going to talk a little Coyotes Hockey. So. Couple things I want to bring up today. Number one, I want to figure out what's wrong with the team. Number two, I want to see if they have a chance at sticking around in this city. And number three, what's the future look like? So, you know, I've been watching them all year and got an opinion. Don't know if it's a popular one or not, but bottom line is this: I think one of the biggest glaring issues with the Coyotes right now is veteran leadership. So I'm not going to say Rick Taka made a mistake, but I'm going to say Rick Taka made a mistake. When you come onto a team and you get rid of Doan the way they got rid of Doan, and you come in and you roll in with three A's and no C on the sweaters, to me, I think that's an error. So who that C would be given to, I, I don't know. I think OEL probably would have had the best chance. He's been here the longest. Uh, but you don't, you don't, in my opinion, say, hey, I've got three assistant captains and no captain. Because when it comes down to it, you're lacking that veteran leadership. That's something that I think is, it makes a big difference, especially towards the end of the game. Number two, you know, what's wrong with the team? So I've been looking at it. I've been thinking about this uh, a lot recently. And my, my thoughts are it's coming down to, to conditioning. If, if you watch those early games, and, and I'm thinking back to that first game of the season against Anaheim, and you know you look at the game against uh, Pittsburgh two nights ago, and you're in this game the whole time. What happens at the end, they just look worn out. They look tired. I mean, these guys are all 18, 19 years old. You'd think they'd have plenty of energy for crying out loud, but I'm just not seeing that. I'm not feeling it. Uh, so I'm going to say conditioning is going to be one of the issues here with this team. Uh, number three, I've been looking around. I can't find anywhere out there where there shows any, any light at the end of the tunnel, any hope whatsoever of this team coming to a deal in getting a stadium built. Look, the only way this team's going to stick around in Phoenix is if they get a stadium deal done. And I hope it's not way out in the West Valley. I hope it's not out at Fort McDowell. I hope it's not out in Queen Creek. You know, you need to to be downtown or you need to be close to ASU's campus. That's going to bring the crowds. That's going to bring the money. That's going to bring championships. So correct me if I'm wrong. uh, If someone out there knows something that I don't know, by all means, shoot me an email, bonesonsports at yahoo and let me know if there's a deal out there. I can't find one. I was hoping that MLS would come to town. I was hoping that MLS would build a stadium right there at the two hundred two McClintock, and they'd put a hockey rink right next to it. Hey, that's a good spot. If Sarver wasn't such a, a, a myopic dickhead, you know they could they could have a multi use stadium. They have it, LA does it, uh, 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 New York does it. You know, you can have hockey and basketball in the same building. It's possible. You go downtown, again, you're going to fill those seats up. So those are kind of my thoughts right now. Uh, I think in the next segment, we're going to talk a little, going to talk a little football, a little surprises. We'll get into baseball. Ah! All right, so a little NFL talk here, and we'll keep this at a 30,000-foot level. Uh, playoffs are coming up pretty soon. Uh, a couple surprises here. Uh, number one, I would have never thought the Rams would be ten and four uh, at any point in the next two seasons, let alone this season. So that's a that's a pretty big surprise. The you know the Eagles, I thought they were good at the beginning of the year. I didn't think they were this good. Now you know your QBs out. And I don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know going forward with their backup coming in, but eh, makes me a little. Makes me a little curious, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you the biggest surprise of the year so far, and, and we can chalk this one up as a, a, a hell of a surprise: is the Vikings at eleven and three. You know, I remember Teddy Bridgewater going down, and I think it was in training camp or in practice, hurt his knee, and I thought, man, there's no way. Well, they got Case Keenum throwing for him; that they're going to, yeah, you know, there's no way they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, let alone, they're atop the NFC North right now. Uh, eleven and three, I think they've got. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they got that thing locked up. I can double check that here, but I think they've got that. Yep, it's locked. Yeah, it's a lock. Yeah, eleven and three. Lions are in six. So, <clears throat> you know, that's kind of the playoff picture starting to, to shake out a little bit. Uh, you, you know, I, I, you know, one thing that kind of, one thing I kind of like here this year, uh, those celebrations. You know, they, you know, the NFL, you know, they they have that moniker of the no fun league, and for them to turn around and say, you know, you guys do some celebrations. There's some pretty, pretty, pretty damn creative celebrations here this year. And I'll tell you, you know, watching the NFL red zone all season. I, that's one of the, one of the favorite parts of Sunday morning besides football, seeing what these guys are going to come up with. Uh, yeah, there's some creative guys for a bunch of, uh, guys are running around hitting each other as hard as they can. There's some creativity there. I love it. I love it. Uh, so that's my, that's my NFL section right now. Uh, baseball, I think baseball is last on the list. So, you know what is you know, what does Jimmy Bones think about baseball you know, in the offseason? Uh, we got a couple trades. We'll take a deep dive into those next time around. Uh, but what I'm trying to figure out is this, this kid out of this kid out of Japan. Um, man, I gotta look this guy's name up. It's escaping me right now. The Angels just signed him. Shohai Otani. Is this guy legit? Is he is he worth this hype? Uh, and I didn't hear a whole heck of a lot about this guy until his agent came to the table and said, "All right, I'm giving you guys homework to do on this cat, and then we'll see who gets to sign him." Um man, I got to do some more research, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not quite sure that he is going to be worth and if I'm not mistaken, they have not released what his contract is. Um I am just not sure that he's going to be worth uh, all the money that I know he's going to be getting. And, uh, you know, you just kind of think back in history, right? So, Hideki Matsatsu, Mits- man, however you pronounce that guy's name, you got Ichiro. You know, a lot of Japanese players came over here and, you know, they were successful. I mean, there's no doubt there's some good baseball players in Japan. There's no arguing at that point. Uh, but I would argue that you're looking at the next, I don't know, man, I don't like Arod, but whatever. Call what you. I don't think you're looking at the next A. Rod. I don't think you're looking at the next, you know, Babe Ruth. I don't think you're looking at the next Griffey Jr. You know, just my thoughts on that. Like I said, I'm going to go back to scar the depths of the internet, look on the dark web, try and find more out about this guy. Um, You know, I know he's a pitcher. I know he can hit, but uh, eh, hey, you know what? Um, It's not my money, and uh, I've got nothing to do with signing him, but. I just don't know that he's worth all the hype. I'm not sure he's legit. Only time will tell. So I'm going to take another quick second and come back with some listener email. Alright, so... Alone. Gonna end up a big old, bad, since this is a relatively new podcast going to the inbox right now and it looks like we've got one email let's open it up here and read it uh yeah that email address is bonesonsports on at yahoo.com one word b-o-n-e-s-o-n-s-p-o-r-t-s at yahoo.com i'll uh, take it back there's two emails jimmy bones bones on sports hey jimmy Jimmy CC Bones, what's the CC stand for? Uh, well, there's an extra C in there in the middle name, and the extra C is for extra cool. Uh, let's go to the next email here. Bones on sports. What do your oh, what do your listeners call themselves, bonites or boners? Uh, that's a good question, you know, and that's. Uh, Man, I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to, uh, you know. It's a new, it's a new era. It's a new time in humanity. And if you identify as a bonite, you can be a bonite. If you identify as a boner, you can be a boner. It is up to you. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make that choice. That's your call. Frankly, I'd probably be a bonite. That's just, that's just me. So, anyhow, everyone out there from across the uh, world and across the nation, uh, again. Jimmy, C.C. Bones, Bones on Sports from the Crypt in Phoenix, Arizona. Until next time, 1738 deuces.